And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Breaking news today on Chewing the Fat. Reporting live from the street is Jeff Fisher. Jeff, you're on the streets joining us here today on Chewing the Fat. I am, Jeff. I'm right here. I'm reporting live from the street. We have breaking news outside of Manhattan Criminal Court. Uh, Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office has declined to comment, but we found out today that the video footage from Jeffrey Epstein's suicide attempt has mysteriously gone missing. Wait, what was that report, Jeff? That's right, you heard me, Jeff. The video footage of the suicide attempt has gone missing. Nick Tartagloni, the man who's been accused of trying to beat up Jeffrey Epstein and killing the man who Jeffrey Epstein claimed beat him up, said video footage will prove him innocent. So what happened to the video footage? It's gone missing, and they don't know what happened to it. Darn the luck. So the, the attorney, when asked about it, said, on the surface, it's troubling. Duh. And the judge has reportedly told them to look further into what happened to the footage. All right, thanks, Jeff, for reporting on the street. You betcha, reporting live for Chewing the Fat, breaking news. When Chewing the Fat records, news happens. Back to you, Jeff. Just amazing. What did I do with that videotape? Oh, man. Oh, darn the luck. Can't figure out what I did with it. Man. Wish I had it. No, it's one of those things. So I don't know where these teachers were when I went to school a hundred years ago, but a substitute teacher in uh, Massachusetts high school has been fired fired for leading a discussion in his class isn't that what teachers are supposed to do lead discussions in class teach students well yes but he's been fired because he led a discussion about smoking marijuana and uh he fired up fired up some pot in class all right kids Oh my gosh. Okay. You saw how I put the water in the bong. And then I found the correct pot that we wanted to use. Now this one was uh, actually grown in my basement. But you can buy it from other people on the street if you want. And you pack it in the bowl. Now, you don't want to pack it too tight because you want the air to go through it once the fire hits it. As you can tell, if it's too tight, it takes too long for it to burn through. Now, the reason that you want the water, some people prefer different beverages in the bong. I prefer just chilled water so it cools the smoke down a little bit. And then uh, you just 
light the match or the actually what works the best is not one of the big wood stick matches but really a lighter like this one here Once you inhale it all the way, you want to hold it as long as you possibly can. Now, some people feel a little dizzy, and so you might want to sit down or at least lean up against the desk here like I'm doing. And then when you can't hold it anymore, exhale. Now, a lot of people may exhale into someone else's mouth, but I don't just because this is class and you know, we're, we're trying to teach you. Billy, why don't you come up here? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch you pack the bowl, and uh, then we'll watch you fire up the bong and uh, see if you do it right. Go ahead. That's right. Uh, keep keep inhaling as we go. That's good. That's good. Keep it up. See, now notice how he's holding the fire. Now don't get it too close because your finger, see, I told you, your finger's going to get a little hot there. Yeah. It's, uh, the lighter gets too hot. I know. I know. That's what happens, but this is what we're having the class for to teach you that. And you, a lot of people don't Fire it up right after one by one like that. A little hot boxing going on. We don't want to really do that. That's it's not good. You want it to take your time a little bit. I mean, come on. I want a teacher. Where's that teacher when you need it? Really? Now, according to the according to the school, the teacher's now been fired and man, we just it's an unfortunate and unprecedented action. And we don't know we want the we want the students to realize that they showed great maturity and courage during this experience. And it meant a lot to the school that they, they told us what was going on in the class. It was entirely unexpected. And again, as I said before, it's unprecedented. Man, do I want students like that in my classroom. Now, do I want them in that classroom with my kids? Probably not. Probably not. I would say you don't want them in the classroom with your kids too. But for me... I want that teacher in my classroom. No problem. So speaking of kids and, you know, studying and learning and how to do stuff, you want to get bummed out a little bit? You want to find out how much the young YouTube stars are making uh, serious cash registers are going to be going off. All right. Coming in at number 10, the top YouTube earners for this past year. I mean, <sighs> number 10, Vanos gaming, Evan Fong coming in at number 10, earning $11.5 million. <laughs> Coming in at number nine, Dan TDM, Daniel Middleton, earning $12 million. Now, he's the British Minecraft and Fortnite player. He's been one of the most popular on YouTube. Worldwide audience takes his live tour to fans across the globe. $12 million. Coming in at number seven, it's a tie. I know, it's a shame. Number tie, no, uh, number seven, uh, Markiplier, Mark 
Fishbach. Mark, more commonly known as his online name, Mark Markiplier, a favorite for sponsors looking to reach the gaming community. He's also promoting himself. He and fellow YouTuber Jacksepticeye co-founded Cloak, a high-end line of clothing for gamers. He only earned $13 million last year. He was tied with a PewDiePie. PewDiePie, ooh, dropping down a little bit. Tied at seventh this year with that $13 million. But you all know PewDiePie, and he's going to be taking a break from YouTube. But good luck, God bless, because he probably isn't, and he's still going to make $13 million. Number six, Preston. Preston Arsment. Yes, one of two newcomers on this year's list. Preston got his start playing Call of Duty. And quickly became so popular, he started posting friendly pranks in addition to his gaming content. Outside of YouTube, his biggest money makers are the Minecraft servers he runs for seven figures annually. He's going to bring in and has brought in this year $14 million. <sighs> number five. I don't know if I can make it to number one because I'm already getting depressed. Number five. Jeffree Star. Got his start as a musician on MySpace. Jeffree Star moved to YouTube, where he found a following doing makeup tutorials. He now uses his channel to tout his makeup line, which he says does at least eight figures in revenue thanks to his popular lipsticks, highlighters, and eyeshadow. He's bringing in $17 million. Number four, Rhett and Link. Two of YouTube's first stars, Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal, host Good Mythical Morning, one of YouTube's most popular daily show on which they eat foods like Cheetos-flavored Pop-Tarts and sing with stars like Kelly Rowland. They've expanded their brand of comedy to four channels, a podcast, two books, and earlier this year purchased the multi-channel network Smosh for a reported $10 million. Rhett and Link earning $17.5 million this year. Anastasia Radzinska, the Russian-born five-year-old, has become one of the world's fastest-growing creators thanks to videos in seven languages that feature her playing with her dad on her channels, including Like Natasha or Nastaya, yeah, Nastaya, N-A-S-T-Y-A, I apologize. Brands have noticed uh, with the Legoland and Dannon shelling out six figures to work with her. She earned $18 million. Number two. Dude Perfect. Yes, you heard me. Dude Perfect. Five friends in their 30s. Kobe Cotton, Corey Cotton, Garrett Hilbert, Cody Jones, and Tyler Tony play sports, perform stunts, and break Guinness World Records. Their videos like bowling trick shots and bubble wrap battle Help them score a TV contract, The Dude Perfect Show, which airs on Nickelodeon. They're bringing in $20 million this year. And number one on the YouTube earners list, Ryan Kajay. K-A-J-I. Eight-year-old Kajay got his start on the channel when he was just three years old by unboxing toys on camera. He's matured to conducting science experiments and branched out beyond YouTube with a line of more than 100 toys, clothing items, and more. A show on Nickelodeon and a deal with Hulu. Oh, boy. Good for Ryan. He's bringing in this year, as an eight-year-old, $26 million. 
congratulations. Congratulations to all the top earners. Congratulations. I tell you about the teacher who was teaching his kids how to smoke pot. Yeah. Yeah, he's been fired, but at least the kids learned something. They learned how to smoke pot in class. Dude. Dude, if we would just unbox some toys, maybe play some games, Fortnite, Minecraft, you know, we could probably make some money on YouTube. (sighs) Or, you know, we could just hang out, smoke pot with our teacher, you know. You know, today is one of those historic days, and don't play, don't do it. I don't want to hear the, I don't want to hear the, the political music saying it's too political. I just, no, I don't want to hear it. That's the point. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that yesterday was, you know, historic, and makes every day after a historic day historic, right? Because it's the day after the historic day, so it's historic in and of itself, being historically after the historic day. But uh, we, you know, our president, Donald Trump, was impeached. Two counts. Now, I get to talk about this just news. Please, I don't want to hear that. Uh, you know, it was impeached. I did a show in Tampa last night. And for those of you listening live, it's the 19th of December, 2019. Uh, if you're listening live on Chewing the Fat podcast, uh, and you know that Chris is not here, otherwise you'd hear. That's impossible. That's impossible. No, you wouldn't hear that because I asked not to play that. So, uh, one of the things that happened yesterday was the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, opened up the impeachment process in the House, and she came out and, well, this is what happened. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I thank the gentleman for yielding for his tremendous leadership in helping us honor the Constitution of the United States. I also extend my gratitude uh, to uh, Chairman Schiff, who will be uh, presiding later uh, in the day. My colleagues, this morning and every morning when we come together, members rise and pledge allegiance to the flag. (laughs) Do they? Every day, all across America, Children in school. Uh, no, they don't, Nancy, because your your party doesn't let them do that anymore. But go ahead. Also, pledge allegiance to the flag. Let us recall what that pledge says. Okay, let's do that. Shall I we? pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic. To the republic. Which isn't a democracy, which, which is what you like to call us all the time. But go one ahead. nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Okay, so... The republic for which it stands is what we are here to talk about ugh, today. Ugh, okay. A republic no, we're, sh- that's we can enough. keep that's, enough. that's all I want to hear. My point is that when she was reading the Pledge of Allegiance, and that she was reading it, 
you know, I know she didn't want to screw up, and it was you know her big moment in the sun wearing her black dress, and it was impeachment, so such a somber day. Uh, she did. You can watch if you watch the video, you see her look down to check the words of the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, you say to yourself, "Who doesn't know the Pledge of Allegiance?" I mean, it's the Pledge of Allegiance, right? And even she still believes that children say it in school. They don't. But uh, maybe maybe your kid does. Who knows? Maybe they do. But my guess is is that most schools in today's world don't. Um, Because it's easier not to because they don't have to argue about who has to stand and who doesn't stand and who has to put their hand over their heart and who doesn't have to put their hand over their heart and who is offended by hearing the Pledge of Allegiance and who isn't offended. It's just agonizing. So it's easier for the school to say, you know what, we're not going to do it. But it's fine. And you say to yourself, okay, well, I mean, if they do it like she claims, uh, they should know the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Well, let's see if that's true because uh, the Daily Wire sent out their street reporter, uh, Austin Fletcher, to the University of Southern California. Now, the University of Southern California is one of those universities where a lot of parents spend a lot of money to get their kids in when they couldn't get in. Lori, 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 pay for my tuition, Lori. And after this, you may ask yourself, why did Lori, 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 pay for my tuition, Lori, pay that money to try to get her kids into this particular university, USC? Ladies, can I ask you a question? Social experiment, 10 seconds. I'm very nice. Do you guys all know the Pledge of Allegiance? Yes. Yeah? You all sound pretty Okay, let's hear it. Let's go. Um, all two right, girls, let's, let's go. Country. One, two, three. I pledge allegiance to the United <laughs> flag of the United, United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, individual, oh. liberty, oh. and justice for all. Sloppy oh. on this side, but pretty good over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you know the, the girl pledge on the right, not that yeah. good. The girl on the left made it? it through. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. <sighs> Under God, yeah, no. Uh, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God. Under God. Can't know that. I forgot the last part. Yeah, all right, all right look yeah, it up. Look yeah, it up. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Um, damn. No, yeah. No. Do you know the Pledge of Allegiance? I think so. Let's go for it. Oh, let's try. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic from which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, for the youth. For service, justice, and for all or something like that? Close, close. I pledge allegiance no. to no, 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 the flag of the United States of America. No, it wasn't close at all. Uh, no, 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 it wasn't. This goes on for about 10 minutes. It is agonizing now listen i know i know videos could be edited maybe he ran across fifty thousand students at usc that knew the pledge and these are the only ones he put on the video it's possible it's possible that that happened you and i both know that it didn't Thank you so much for coming along for the ride today on Chewing the Fat. Be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat. That would be so nice of you. You know, if you're listening and you're not a subscriber, 
Um, I don't want to say bad things about you, but let's just say you're a freeloader. Okay. And uh, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to me. You're embarrassing yourself that you're just freeloading and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. So go to theblaze.com slash podcast, click on Chewing the Fat, and it's going to open up a plethora of platforms for you. And you can look at all those platforms and say, oh, I like that one. And you click on it and you subscribe to Chewing the Fat on, underneath that platform. And then you're a subscription freeloader. And that makes it all better. Now you're living large. Now you're not just a freeloader. <laughs> uh, that's right. You're a subscription freeloader. And that is good stuff. So subscribe to Chewing the Fat. And then, of course, you know, follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. And uh, Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. I see where uh, uh, Julian Assange is back in the news. Uh, raise your hand if you if we even knew that Julian Assange was still around. That's what I thought. No one did. Uh, no one cares. No one cares about Julian Assange anymore. Well, I guess his attorneys do. I mean, it's simply amazing that he's still in the news. Um, he wants. He's trying to say that the uh, extradition treaty between the UK and the US uh, gives a 48-year-old protection. We're still after him. Uh, we're still trying to bring him in. I mean, he's uh, amazingly faces 18 charges, including conspiring to commit computer intrusion. He's accused of working with former US Army intelligence analyst Chelsea Manning to leak hundreds and thousands of classified documents. I mean, he was there. He was there in court looking, you know, spry as ever in his light blue jumper and his white shirt and uh he confirmed his name and date of birth and sat back down took a little nap off and on for the 45 minutes and then they wheeled him out again amazing i i can't i can't believe we still actually care about julian assange Now, we're coming to the close of 2019. Uh, Another year closes. Another decade closes. I don't want to hear, the decade doesn't close until 2020 is over. No. Sorry. I don't want to hear it. Okay? No. No, thank you. Thank you. The decade closes now. So I was looking through, and everybody's got predictions about what's going to happen in the future, and I'm hoping to talk to some people tomorrow on uh, Fat Pile Friday, uh, Phone Friday, have some of you call in and uh, talk a little bit about uh, what you see for the future and, uh, you know, how this year has gone for you. Uh, so let's, you know, hoping to make that happen tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock Eastern, 888 I'll tweet out the info. Uh, you know, I, I'll tweet it out today. How about that? I'll take care of it today. That's the kind of guy I am. All right. Um, so there's all kinds of predictions that were supposed to have happened by 2020, right? Uh, there was all kinds of technological advances and revolutionary changes that were supposed to happen in the year 2020 bar, you know, by the year 2020. So according to this list, uh, human feet will become just one big toe. <laughs> <laughs> the Royal College of Surgeons in England in 1911 claimed that uh, by 2020 that would happen. Okay. Uh, no. 
Uh, number two on the list of things that we were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. Uh, we'll have apes as chauffeurs. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, the Rand Corporation, a global think tank, uh, has uh, said that uh, they expect us to have animal employees by the year 2020. Okay. Number three that we were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. We'll live in flying houses. Uh, no. Uh, no, that will not. Uh, it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Now, you may say that, uh, you know, the our, our jets and airplanes are flying houses, but uh, that's not quite what they meant. Number four, coming in at what was supposed to happen by the year 2020, our houses will be cleaned by hoses. Is that hoses or hose? Wait a minute. No, because that, that might have prediction may be true, actually. No, it's, you know, it's hoses. I just I'm going to make sure I read that right. Uh, apparently, we were, supposed to, uh, we were supposed to have our houses cleaned by hoses after the water was run down a drain in the middle of the floor. I mean, I guess you could build your house like that. Tile and drain and hose it down. It's, okay. Uh, number five. Uh, that was supposed to have happened uh, by the year 2020. This actually, I think, I think has happened, right? We'll eat candy made of underwear. I mean, we do have edible underwear. That is true, right? Um, in a popular mechanics article, they predicted that all food would be delivered to our homes in the form of frozen bricks by the 21st century. I, I mean, that's kind of close. We got. I have, I have freezers. We put stuff in freezers. We buy stuff to put in the freezer. Cooking is an art only in the memory in the minds of old people. A few diehards still broil a chicken or roast a leg of lamb, but the experts have developed ways of deep freezing partially baked cuts of meat. And thanks to advances in culinary technology, Kevin predicted it would be even possible to take ordinary objects like old table linens and rayon underwear and bring them to chemical factories to be converted into candy. <laughs> these are just crazy old men coming up with predictions yeah you know or really we just bring your dirty underwear and we'll make it into candy i don't know just think of something crazy uh so it's not really edible underwear that you know they were so was not wrong number six of something that was supposed to have happened by the year 2020 almost back to the flying houses we'll have personal helicopters i mean we have oh it's kind of true they're on their way you can you can get one for like a quarter million right now and but you got to assemble it yourself and and by the time you assemble it yourself you're going to be assembling it again once it hits the land after you take (laughs) off i mean good luck good luck with that uh number seven uh things that were supposed to have happened by the year 2020 c x and q will not be part of the alphabet. I mean, do we even use those letters anymore? Uh, do we even use them? Do we even use the letters C, X, and Q anymore? Well, considering my name is Christian Bustler, and I spell it the right way, not like Cruz, uh, I'm thinking that we still do use the letter C. Well, just for a helpful hint, Cruz is spelled begins with a c so yeah yeah but he doesn't spell his first name the right way he uses a k for christian i mean who does that 
Number eight of things that were supposed to have happened in the year 2020, we will have both telepathy and teleportation. Oh, no. Gosh darn it. No. I'm all for a teleportation, though. I am a fan of that. I want to do that. If I if I don't have to move, I am a fan. Can we go there? Just Yes, let's just go there. Just, we're there. I, I want that bad. And then you can time travel. Now we're getting into time travel. There's some great time travelers out there that have traveled. Don't look at me like that. No, there's some great time travelers out there. They, they know they've been to the future and they know what it's going to be like. And if you haven't seen those videos, we're going to break a couple down. I broke one down not long ago on Facebook, uh, and I'm going to have to start breaking some more down because they're really, really good, and they're worth breaking down to catch exactly where they're where they went in the future and what they saw and what's going on. Founder of the Mobile Institute, uh, expert in technology said that uh, pending nanomobility era, I predict telepathy and teleportation will become possible by the year 2020, both commonplace by 2040. We believe it when we see it. Yeah, yeah, we will believe it when we see it uh, because we haven't seen it. That's part of the problem. Number nine of something that supposed to happen by the year 2020, all roads will become tubes. I mean, Elon Musk is trying to make that happen. Elon Musk is trying to make that happen. Now, okay, so he's only got one road and it's underground in LA and it's not really happening yet, but he is trying to make it happen. I mean, I'm for roads becoming bank tubes. Just put me in and shoot. If you can't, if I can't just go into a little box and just go somewhere that has the same matching box. See, that's a problem too. If you don't have the same matching box and I want to go somewhere and I push the button and then I realize, oh, they didn't have the same matching box, then where are you at? You're just particles in space. Now you're just lost. What happened to dad? I don't know. He's just gone. Uh, all roads becoming tubes. I, I, I'm a, no, no, no. I mean, it hasn't. sure it hasn't happened, but I like the idea of it. Uh, Popular Mechanics, uh, a 1957 article, predicted that every road and street in America will be replaced by a network of pneumatic tubes. Your car would only need enough power to get you from your home to the nearest tube. Uh, Sorry, that has not happened. Number 10 of things that were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. Nobody will work and everybody will be rich. Yay! Oh, wait. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Man, I wish that would have come true. In 1966, Time Magazine, and who doesn't love Time Magazine, reported that the 21st century would be a pretty awesome economic era for just about everybody. In an essay called The Futurists, they predicted that machines will be producing so much that everyone in the U.S. will be independently wealthy without even lifting a finger. The average non-working family could expect to earn an average salary of between thirty and forty thousand dollars, according to Time. In nineteen sixty-six, that would be th- about three hundred thousand in today's money. Um, good luck, God bless, because that is not, that is not that has not happened at all. Sorry to disappoint you. Number eleven in the things that were supposed to have happened by the year twenty twenty. Mail will be sent. Via rocket. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't happen. 
Uh, a Navy submarine, the USS Barbaro, sent 3,000 letters all addressed to political figures like President Dwight D. Eisenhower using only a rocket. The nuclear warhead was taken out and replaced with mail containers, and the missile was launched toward the Naval Auxiliary Air Station. The mail, according to this, was successfully delivered, and the Postmaster General was so excited by the historic significance he said it would become commonplace in the next century. Oh, man. Uh, do I need to be in charge of the Postal Service? Desperately, do I need to be in charge of the Postal Service? I mean, just, there's another big uh, lawsuit going on now against the Postal Service that, uh, what the heck, there was something about being too political. Yeah, the lawsuit is uh, says that, uh, I'm sorry, it alleges that regulation preventing religious content on personalized stamps is unconstitutional. I need to be in charge of the Postal Service. That's what needs to happen. That needs to happen. I'm a little disappointed that I am not on the Board of Governors as we speak. I don't want to be the Postmaster General anymore. I want to be on the Board of Governors. Number 12 of things that were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. We'll finally make it to Mars. I mean, that's kind of a, that's true. Right, that's come true. Now, I'm sure that they're talking about as we go on, I'm sure they're talking about there'll be, uh, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be subdivisions on Mars and everybody's going to be driving around living large. Um, we've got four astronauts touched down to beam their images back to 11 billion people. See Peter Swartz in year 2020. Uh, humans arrive. I, you know, we've been there. We've been to Mars. This, ha- this actually happened then. I mean, we, this is not something that was just a dream. We've, we're on Mars, man. Thank you. Thank you. We're there. Now, we aren't living, you know, we don't have subdivisions and we're not, we're not sending, we're not, we don't have, you can't hop on a rocket and go to Mars and be there tomorrow, but we have been to Mars. Number 13, this I think is true too. Women will be built like wrestlers. I mean, that's true. So, thank you. You better give me the correct dot. Uh, Dorothy Rowe revealed some shocking predictions of what life on Earth would be like in the 21st century, according to Smithsonian Magazine. Among her more, see, more among her other forecasts were that women of tomorrow would be more than six feet tall and would wear a size 11 shoe, have shoulders like a wrestler, and muscles like a truck driver. She's right. She's right. What she foresaw, what she didn't realize, is that she foresaw the trans movement. She didn't. First, she was looking into the future and saying, "Oh, they're going to look just like men." No, they they are men. But I mean, it's true. That's happened. Number fourteen. Things that were supposed to have happened in the year twenty twenty. We'll wear antenna hats and disposable socks. No, no, that's happened. We throw it. You don't throw your socks away. I mean, how many times when you're a single person? I mean. Who washes underwear and socks? You throw them away, you go to Walmart, you buy a new set. Duh. That's what you do. Right? Everyone, who among us hasn't done that? Number 15 are the things that... And the antennas. I mean, we're supposed to wear uh, antenna hats. I mean, that's a cell phone. And I personally believe, I've told you... I've told you before that I think that what we need to do is we're going to evolve into just wearing the helmets. Like the, you know the space helmets or the motorcycle helmets. We're going to evolve and just wearing those. That's what's going to be. That's going to be your cell phone. That's going to be your computer. That's going to be your life. That's going to be your communication. The screen is the glass in front of you. Now you can open up the glass. 
and look into real the real world, you know, as long as you're living on the planet Earth. But if you're on another planet, no, or you'll be sucked to death. But uh, you know, then but to close the screen, you're gonna have you're gonna be have access to all the information on your screen, calling faces of people you're talking to, information. It's gonna I, I'm telling you, and the the pictures of the future of uh, spacemen. The one-eyed spaceman, that's just all of us wearing helmets. That's, I mean, that's a Jeff Fisher prediction right there. I'm not giving you a year of when that's going to happen, but I'm telling you that's it's a Jeff Fisher prediction. I believe that that's going to happen. Number 15 of things that were supposed to happen by the year 2020. Everything, even baby cradles, will be made out of steel. Yeah. Wait. That's you can still. I mean, you can make everything out of steel. We just choose not to because it's too expensive, and we're just going to make things out of petrotechnology and be happy with it. Damn it! Number sixteen on uh, the things that were supposed to have happened by twenty twenty, and this is actually something that's almost here, and it is actually available. We just don't do it. We'll be able to vote electronically from home. I mean, all right. I mean, we can do that. We just choose not to. And I think that we actually, you know, if they could get the security systems down, good luck with that, uh, that we should be able to do that. I should be able to just text my vote in like I do on, you know, America's Got Talent, and I'm good. Dancing with the stars, I'm in. I text, I text, you know, 555, Trump, I'm in. All right. You want Trump to be president? Te- president? Text 555. But this part of what was going to happen in 2020, it's not, I wasn't trying to get too political. I may have gone a little bit deeper than possible. Number 17 of things, of things that were supposed to happen by the year 2020. Everyone will stop drinking coffee and tea. Oof. No, that's a long way off. I mean, coffee and tea is, uh, you know, everyone is drinking coffee and tea. According to Tesla, Nikola Tesla, uh, within a century, coffee and tea, tobacco will be no longer in vogue. The abolition of stimulants will not come out forcibly. It will simply be no longer fashionable to poison the system with harmful ingredients. Uh, you know, he's kind of right there. It's, uh, you know, not really fashionable, but people don't care. What Tesla didn't realize is people could give a flying crap. Okay. You don't like me smoking? Tough. I'll go stand outside then, damn it. You can tell me not to smoke inside, but I'm still going to go outside and smoke. Number 19 of things that were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. Everyone will be a vegetarian. Oh, yeah, no. So sorry. So sorry. (laughs) Number, where was that? Number 19. Number 20 of things that were supposed to have happened by the year 2020. Eating will no longer be necessary. Oh, darn the luck. No, that is, uh, that is no. Yeah, Ray Kurzweil, uh, and his uh, singularity is near uh, when humans transcend biology, a 2005 book, said that by the 2020s. Okay, we still have a little time. 2020s. He wasn't, he wasn't exact as the year 2020. Uh, that uh, there will be nanobots capable of entering the bloodstream to feed cells and extract waste. As a result, they'll render the mode of food consumption as we know it obsolete. Actually, you know, we're pretty close to that. We've got nanobots that we're putting in the body for medical and uh, we're putting in our system. He's not too far off on that. 
But but it's not broke. Why do we need to fix it? We've already got our own nanobots inside our bodies. Why do we need to put artificial ones in? Why? Just why? Plus, we get to eat. Kristen Bustler and his deeply riveting take on Ray Kurzweil's Singularity is Near book on what he thought what the future would be hold. Let me say, I'll repeat what Christian said, just in case you didn't realize what he said. Why? Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, so there's still a, you know, a couple more on the list of things that were supposed to happen by 2020. Uh, you know, we ended uh, the last segment with uh, at 20, but the number 21 uh, things that were supposed to have happened by 2020. Uh, we'll have robots as therapists. I mean... No, but I mean we're get, we're getting there, kind of like uh, twenty two vacuums will be nuclear powered. <laughs> Not even close, as opposed to being nuclear powered. Not even there's no close. such thing as nuclear. No, yeah, no, nuclear. nuclear. There's nuclear yeah, power. Yeah, nuclear. No, 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 they were gonna Thanks, they were gonna Bush. do oh, vacuums. Wait, hold on, I gotta I gotta do it on power. myself now. I just, I, I just went political. I, I got to do it on myself. Number 23 on the list. There will be no need for futurists to predict the future. Uh, no? No? Da-da-da-da. No. No, we don't need futurists to predict the future. We've never needed them, and we don't need them now. Okay. Push that damn no bell. The no bell. What, like a Nobel Prize? <sighs> okay, there's always going to be a need. Uh, you know, maybe Christian is right. The word need is such a strong word. There's going to be people who are going to predict the future. And there will be many people who want to hear what those futurists have to predict. But... Sadly, I think now, now as I say it out loud, I'm going to have to agree, agree with Christian. There's never a need for futures. <laughs> but if we, you know, if chewing the fat here, uh, maybe we just become a futurist show and uh, talk about things of the future. No, no why, why, why would you do that? I, I kind of like the idea of, uh, of being a futurist. Or let, me give you, let me give you an example of uh, chewing the fat futurist just off the top of my head. Uh, I predict that before the end of 2020, Robert Redford will pass away. I know, and now I'm, pre- I'm a futurist that's predicting deaths. <laughs> Apparently, Robert is, uh, you know, at the door of, of dying as it is, according to all reports. So it's not that far of a prediction to predict that we could lose him and he's retired now right he did his last little movie with what's her face Ugh. and i uh, wanted to retire and the movie was like what was that stupid movie i have another prediction for the year uh this year 2020 uh the search engine bing will still suck <laughs> thank you yeah the old man and the gun that's <laughs> the old man and a gun I thought that was supposed to be his last thing, but if you look at the IMDb page, he's got—he's uh, the executive producer of something called the Mustang, and he's the executive producer. Of, 
I didn't realize we were going to the Windsor Castle and talking to, talking to uh, Camilla. I didn't realize we were going to go visit Camilla. I just thought we were talking about Redford's. Maybe that's what the documentary. No, that's the different one. The Mustang is already done. He's the executive producer of that. Is that what the Mustang is about? As we go behind Windsor Castle. <laughs> oh, look, there's Prince Charles and his wife. But the the next one that he's still working on as the executive producer is a documentary, Desert of the Real. What the hell is that? I mean, okay, that's I'm sticking with my prediction. I am. He's we're gonna we lost him. You know, sometime later this year. I mean, it doesn't even say what it is yet, because obviously it's still filming, but I'm sure it's going to be riveting. <laughs> 